beforehand, before we started, I was at such a low place. I was like, I just need something. I need someone to, as I was saying, like, help me validify what I'm thinking. Just someone as a sounding board, someone to be in my corner. Mm. And just someone to like, give me a bit of guidance and tell me it's gonna be okay. It's so lovely to see you on my screen. <laughs> Yeah, so I'd like to like, dive into a full coaching call. <laughs> I know. Well, you know, you never know where it'll go. Never know. Um, let's just kick off with a bit of an introduction, I suppose. Like, tell us who you are. Tell us what you're about and mm -hmm. how we met. And just give the listeners a little bit of background. So I am Bex. I um, started working with Jess or decided, I guess, to work with Jess was it like end of February? I think I... Yeah, February last year. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember it was the day, it was that two, 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 like the, the two. Oh, yeah. And I think that's when I, I think I'd been following you for a little bit. Like, it wasn't even that long. It was like a week or so. Mm -hmm. I think you might, I think you did a live or something with someone. And then this was at the point when I was like, just heard about life coaching, just yeah. looking at the industry. Someone that I was following, you might have done a live or someone tagged you in something. And at that point, any coach that came up, I was like, let's have a look at them. Let's look at what they're about. Um, <laughs> so I was following you and you, I have no idea what you put up. It was something like, I just reacted to a poll or I reacted to something and you just like, it was like a question like are you ready for this or something I said yeah like, yeah this is the sort of thing I'm into uh -huh. and then you dropped me a dm on that two it was on that two to two two day and I was at the point I think that I was like let's take this step and like cause normally I was like scared someone like reach out to me I'd normally be like scared to reply because yeah, yeah. you know, someone online but you don't want to message back be like oh my gosh it's a stranger <laughs> <laughs> um but it was but I was like okay I'm going to reply to this because I felt like it was a really genuine question or like asking me how I was or mm -hmm. some sort of deep thing that connected to me and then we just yeah said, we don't do surface level over here do we yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no small talk just straight in with the deep stuff <laughs> yeah. and then yeah and I think I was going through a really tough time at like that when we first started with the coaching mm. I was in I'd got myself in quite a negative headspace with life with um a lot of it was like workplace focused it yeah. felt like my job was you know, it's such, I felt so negatively about it and it felt, I felt it's such a rock bottom. Yeah. And when you are I think it's just how much you genuinely seem to care and like what you were asking me to think about was like unlocking all these different new perspectives mm. already. Yeah. Um, and just like already helped me open my mind to what I didn't realize. And I was like, if this can open my mind in this much and just a few questions on Instagram, <laughs> what can I do? And at the time I 
I think I knew I needed some support. I knew yeah. I needed some help. I needed just someone there, I guess, in my corner to just tell me it was all going to be okay. Yeah, totally get that. Um, I just needed someone to be like, in a way, it felt at the time like I needed like validation, like your feelings are fine. You're not going insane. Yeah. Um, that happened pretty quickly as well, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, it happened. I think it was only took a couple of days, maybe a week. And then it was like, bam, straight in with our first calls. And mm. I remember you messaging me saying like, I already feel like this and we haven't even had our first call because we opened yeah. the Voxer chat and we just started talking, sending voice notes every mm -hmm. day and just <clears throat> going deeper and deeper into what was creating those thought processes and what was underneath what you mm -hmm. were actually saying. And I remember you sending me a message saying like, I feel like I've already gone so far and we haven't, we hadn't even had our first call at the time. Mm. I was thinking we're going to work together for three months, mm. like a quarter of the year. And mm. we're already seeing this, this transformation in, in a matter of days. Yeah. And I remember thinking at that point, like this is going to be pretty magical. And obviously you mm. are my first high ticket in quote unquote, like, private client in a private capacity that I was going to be to, there to support every single day mm -hmm. and so I was so I so wanted it to be like just magical and mm -hmm. I remember at that point I was like this is going to be this is going to be off the scale like if she's already that open to this growth she's already open to this level of transformation this is going to be incredible because mm -hmm. I think that a lot of people think they go into coaching and someone gives them the answers. Someone just hands it on a silver platter to say, you're like, oh, like, here's how you fix your mindset. Here's mm -hmm. how you become confident. Yeah. And the reality is so far from that. Like, I would love for you to kind of explain what perception you had on mindset coaching, life coaching, confidence coaching, that kind of thing before we started working together and then how that compared to what it was actually like for you having been in the container with me for six months I think when I came into the coaching and working with you I already had because I studied psychology at uni for mm -hmm. three years and then I'd like done a levels I'd done study psychology and had an understanding of I guess how the human brain works and like behaviors and yeah a little bit of background knowledge on like CBT because I did that yeah so I had an understanding of thought processes and how I guess amazing and complex the brain and your mindset is yeah beforehand before we started I was at such a low place I was like I just need something I need someone to as I was saying like help me validify what I'm thinking just someone as a sounding board someone to be in my corner mm. and just someone to like give me a bit of guidance and tell me it's going to be okay yeah and I was open to whatever coaching in a container sort of capacity for a three-month intensive period would be because I was like I need something like in a naive sort of way potentially at the beginning I thought it could be like 
not specifically but kind of like a magic pill like I'll go yeah. into it and naively was like this is gonna solve my life <laughs> so yeah. like, anything can be better than the mental place that I am right now yeah and in some ways yes it was working with you was the thing that really pulled me out of that place I sort of see coaching now as I or the person who's in the container is the driver of a car like imagine like you're driving a car I'm the one or you're the one whoever the person is in that container is completely in control like you have mm. your hands on the steering wheel you have the gears and everything yeah you're the one that's making those decisions you're the one that is doing that inner work you're the one taking the left turn or the right turn or like oh this is what I'm going to do I'm going to look into this why is this you as the coach purely are like the passenger like say you're the one with the google maps in your hand yeah I love this analogy navigating like oh you could do this or oh have you thought about going this way have Mm -hmm. you like oh but why are you thinking of doing that like just questioning navigating you have like the tools and yeah the person in the driving seat they can just ignore you be like nah I'm just gonna do it my way I'm not Mm -hmm. gonna do that sort of work I'm not gonna listen or you can like just take the advice question your own mindset on they're saying this am I going to accept it or am Mm -hmm. I going to look deeper into myself and actually do this work look back at past situations or past frame of mind that you were in in those Mm -hmm. situations and rewrite those stories and really unwire those limiting beliefs and that past trauma that you might have yeah um or you can just ignore it like it's completely you're in control as the person going into mindset coaching your coach is just there to help you support you and guide you and be your cheerleader that's the biggest thing that I realized very soon that in a coaching container it can be quite scary and confronting in some ways because going deep into yourself and looking at what those past traumas or those past things that are limiting you and you've been telling yourself for so long that's really scary to like isn't confronting for your brain Mm. to look back at that and question itself because your brain doesn't really like to be wrong like yeah (laughs) for for so long like this is the story I tell myself this is right this Mm. is how I behave this is how I think but looking back at say a past situation past event that's haunted you for example and you the way you are now is very much a result of that past event yeah it's so scary to look back at that past event and have the confidence and with the guidance of your coach to go back to that time yeah and be like look at it from a new set of like rose tinted glasses say put on some new goggles look at it as if you're a completely new person and be like okay I have some responsibility in this reaction that I did because that could have triggered that in them and under just understanding that and then rewriting it and shaping who you are now Mm. honestly like 
it is such a gift to listen to you talk about this because so much of the work that we did together was was this right and Mm -hmm. to hear you speak about this in this way like I it's literally giving me goosebumps because I remember when we first started working together and you were you just wanted more and I remember this question over and over again of like but how 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 do I get it how do we do it and and now to to listen to you explain almost the steps that you took and I think it's so powerful as well what you said around the, the the roles of the coach and the client and and how those two work simultaneously like ultimately I love empowering clients to take that responsibility because when they create the result they know they created the result and I think like if if you felt at any point like I was driving the car in that analogy you would feel like you didn't know how to get to where you ultimately got to Mm -hmm. and that it wasn't sustainable because I was driving the car but in every step of the way in terms of mindset coaching it's so important that the client feels like and knows that their results are their own mm-hmm. and there's there's so much beauty in in that relationship and and the role of the coach to hold that space for someone to ask those questions to someone but like you said ultimately it always comes down to the client are you being open-minded do you want to answer this question i mean mm-hmm. we had some situations like that together you know when i'll ask a question and it goes a little bit deeper than what you were expecting. And then we go through that and the, mm-hmm. the whole call takes a tangent whilst we do deal with this situation mm-hmm. so that we can then move forward in another situation. And it's being open-minded in the sense that willing to go there, to go mm-hmm. to those moments, to go to those, to those moments of darkness at times um, so that you can go and switch the lamps on and go and switch the lights on in those moments and, and then come back to the present moment. I wonder, like, you've explained it so eloquently of like what mindset coaching feels like. Like now that you're in a place where we've been out of our coaching container for a few months now, how has it impacted you in a lasting way? Like what is the, what are the ways that it's impacted you and the people around you? Like what are the ripple effects of that work even now that you you're out of the container i don't want to i don't want to say it's changed my life because that feels like a huge thing but it's it has changed so many aspects of my life how i view the world and how i perceive other people and their reactions to things and mm-hmm. i it's such a hard question to explain I like to talk about because it's literally like encompasses everything to be fair like the ripple effects say you're having a conversation with someone and you're just talking completely normally and you'll say something and they'll have a huge reaction yeah and before I'd be like what is this like why I'd react similarly but now after the mindset coaching I'm like oh I that must be a trigger for them. Something I said in there has triggered them and has, they probably unconsciously don't even realize it, but that's from a limiting belief or a past trauma that they've had. 
in their childhood or over the years. And I think before the sort of person I was, was I'm like, oh my gosh, how can I fix this? This is my fault. Like, what have I done wrong? But now it's changed my perception on their triggers are not my own to deal with. Like their triggers are their own. I, you can't tiptoe around people because everyone has triggers that they might not even realize and their triggers are their own to go back and look into and Mm -hmm. work on. I can't do anything to help that. And no one can do anything to help that because no one knows what everyone else's triggers are. Yeah, their triggers aren't our responsibility. Yeah, it'd be like walking in a minefield if you were trying (laughs) to not trigger like anyone about anything. Um, And it's just recognizing that's not feeling that guilt when I accidentally say something or I just say something that other people react in a negative way to. And also, I think just with other people, like say other people sometimes have come to me and be like, why have they done that? Just with my relationships with other people, it's like trying to explain and like help Mm. them understand this sort of knowledge, like passing this knowledge on to also help them to be like, it's okay. Like you don't Mm, need to feel feel guilty. So that's partly how it's had a ripple effect in my life like just helping support other people and similarly with like opinions like one of the biggest I think it happened so early on in our chats together that like opinions really impacted me like other people's opinions are like oh they they done that they must think this about me like mm. oh what like what's this all about because it made me constantly be out of like my personal power because I yeah. always felt like I was people pleasing yeah it's just not not in a cold-hearted or anything way about not worrying about other people's opinions but when I go into certain situations not having that anxiety in a way that what are people going to think about me what Mm. if I say some things they don't like or what if they don't like my outfit and that was a real big one for you at the beginning wasn't it it was like every like the 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 validation for you was a really like almost led your life for you you know in terms of like every situation was about someone else validating whether you were allowed to be in that room whether you were like you should be in that conversation whether you should have your voice heard um and the way that you were able to adopt this belief around opinions and reflect it back to people Mm -hmm. and make it not mean something about you you know, naturally, that's going to be a lifelong transformation, yeah. because how can it not be once you re- once you realize this, like, I remember when I realized it, and I could never forget it, like, mm-hmm. it was always part of me. So, and I remember when you when you kind of took on that new belief, and the transformation was almost instantaneous, because you were like, Oh, my goodness, like, I don't have to worry about this anymore. And it was almost like you would put the pressure on yourself to worry about it um, and you thought that it had to lead you it had to almost guide you in your life the need for validation but when you release that expectation and that pressure everything shifted in mm. your in your life didn't it yeah it honestly I think it must have been over Voxer that you said it and I remember listening and it was like instantly this huge like weight 
just lifted. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, it makes so much sense now. Yeah. Like, like that is so true. And it honestly it was like this massive weight I didn't even realize I was carrying. Mm. And it felt like I did a whole 180. My whole perception on everything, my life was just like, yeah, like completely changed from that moment. I'm glad you brought up Voxer as well, because I think this is another misconception around um, coaching and the way that coaching works. Obviously, in our container and in all my programs, in terms of one to one, we have the calls and then we also have the Voxer. And I think people consider Voxer as like the add on. Mm -hmm. But in so many situations, and I remember in so many moments in our coaching together, Voxer was the place where a lot of our coaching took place, Mm -hmm. you know voice knowing each other every single day back and forth and developing a friendship like a real friendship where we really just felt like we were in each other's lives like I think that happened in Voxer and then obviously there was a lot more deep work on the calls but I'd love for you to kind of talk about how the Voxer worked for you like in terms of I guess it must be weird for people to consider they pay for a program and then they just get voice notes like rather than calls but I'd love for you to kind of give us an insight into why that was so powerful for you in terms mm-hmm. of the Voxer coaching looking back on it now that you say about it the Voxer felt like the biggest part of coaching like mm-hmm. it felt like say on a the way I used it on a day-to-day was anytime I even from so early on felt any resistance to like you know something would be happening in my day and because I was at such a negative place you know you just it's that feeling of I just want to talk to someone about this like I want to talk to someone about this who will feels like they'll understand yeah and I just want so, to ask some advice I want someone to be like you know just that person to be like it's okay it's fine like don't worry we can talk about this have you thought about thinking about it in this way or okay but have you thought about this have you done this what about this way Mm. and just that support that continuous support and I think I was so willing to be allow myself to be challenged in what I was thinking because it felt so negative and so dark in some of the things that I was thinking and like it just felt so was making me physically feel down Mm. and I wanted someone to like help guide me and like lift me out of that place I wanted my mindset to be changed I wanted someone to come and be like but look at this way Mm -hmm. um and that's what the Voxer was so Voxer was like the day-to-day the main bulk of the culture coaching yeah and then when it came to our calls they were like that week if there was something that I wanted to go a lot deeper on for a full-on call because we I remember we just did a call on like some really like one topic but went really deep into it really some of those calls were I I still remember them um some of the most amazing conversations in those calls I remember one where we talked about kind of past events and I felt so emotional and I talked about it afterwards on my Instagram and I was like you know what I love that I get to do this like in terms of like 
I love that I'm so involved and I know so much that I get, I, I understand everything that you're saying to me because I totally get it on, on a level that's so personal mm. and that I felt like that level of trust that we were able to build was through Voxer, you mm. know, like just generally being in, in each other's minds and lives for mm-hmm. six months, every single day, like, yeah. you know, that develops such levels of trust that then when it came to those that deep work it didn't feel uncomfortable that you know there wasn't that resistance for you like you would just lay on the line and that enabled me to be able to do my work and my job so efficiently because you trusted me and you trust that I had I I was in your corner and I think that allowed us to cover so much that is due to you you know coming to our calls with with thoughts with with ideas and and always like i remember i would always say to you like lean in lean in like lean into boxer talk to me like i want to know what's going on like if there's any resistance if there's any thoughts coming up let me in let me help you Mm -hmm. and you know almost developing a bit of a habit of you trusting that that was your space um I think that was really important as well yeah just as you're saying that I I think one of the biggest things that Voxer also helped was creating that habit of really I guess questioning my mindset like it was a daily like it was a daily or even multi-daily things that we'd like talk to each other so it was creating that habit of I guess questioning my mindset, questioning my thought processes. Yeah. Um, and something I was thinking about when you were saying that was something, I guess, going back to one of the last questions was I didn't realize coaching would all these past things that I had suppressed and memories mm. that I had suppressed and not, I guess, like, you know, mentally in your mind, put in a box and be like, Mm-hmm. I don't want to think about that I'm not gonna because yeah. that was such a not pleasant time in my past mm. um, not realizing that a lot of limiting beliefs and how I am today are from that and holding yeah. on to a lot of, I know guilt or negative feelings about those things mm-hmm. when you start working and doing the mindset inner work I think you explained it once it's like your brain gets probably not the term but like your brain gets stronger and more mentally able to like okay I've worked through the current like mm-hmm. like the shit that's going on in my head yeah <laughs> I'm like stronger okay then your brain's like oh but how about this you almost almost like you patchwork the 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 top and then once your subconscious feels safe yeah. and it's like okay we're good like we're in a good place to deal with some more stuff it will yeah. push that stuff to the surface and it's like yeah okay here's another thing that you need to go and work on and so we we saw that didn't we in terms of like getting you to a stable place yeah and at that point that's when the that's when more stuff came to the surface yeah it's mad because I'm even finding it now like where I've continued doing like I guess like doing the inner work and like really strengthening um I call it like the neuroplasticity of like the mm-hmm. more positive mindset and yeah. just over time working through things mm-hmm. still like new things are coming up like I'm remembering things from like years ago that mm. I'm like oh yeah that's 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 the thing that happened and that wasn't 
pleasant but it's like my brain's like hey remember this Mm -hmm. you want to deal with this now like so interesting because like now you have and it's and it's an amazing place to be because you now have the tools Mm. and the awareness to be like if I'm thinking about this if it's being brought to my attention then maybe there's something I need to look at here and like how is this impacting my current outcomes how am I how is this manifesting in my day-to-day like what did I learn in that moment so you already have that experience to be able to go okay let's look at this rather than pushing it away Mm. you're almost welcoming up those thoughts to be like I want to I want to process this I want to deal with this yeah and I think every time something comes up I'm like okay what actually happened there and one of the biggest things that I guess I learned over time was looking back in those situations from a completely different perspective seeing okay yes the story I told myself was they did this thing mm-hmm. they were saying this thing but looking at it from a different like it wasn't just them I have accountability I have responsibility in this moment that probably the way that I said this thing the way that I portrayed myself in those moments created those sort of reactions and created those sort of you know, they said this, but then I said this, so this is what yeah. happened. They did that because of me. Mm. I guess, like, looking at it from a loving, sort of, like, it's okay, but I do have to take some accountability in this, and mm. that's what potentially triggered them. And the whole situation to happen in that way, rather than just, it was their fault, how dare they do this? <laughs> <laughs> like, they're all to blame, and, like... I think that's a massive moment for me, just looking back through that lens at mm. all of these situations in my past that have come up yeah, and recognizing, okay, and being like grateful that that's happened because it taught me this and looking back again and seeing lesson, like learning lessons that, yes, that happened. And yes, up till now, that has shaped me in these behaviors and these thought process that I have carried with me until now Mm. realizing okay now I know this now I've seen this and understand it from a older and wiser however you want to say it perspective Mm. what am I going to allow this to carry through with me from now like now I have the decision and the choice I can either allow it to carry with me further and continue certain behaviors and thought processes and limiting beliefs and mm. either take them with me or I can deal with them now in the here and now and give it a big cuddle in a way like yeah. that, that um negative time that I felt be like it's okay that happened and have that compassion like looking back yeah, with compassion that. and yeah. not judging yourself for it not allowing it to be something that holds you back Okay, so I also want to ask you, obviously, when you when we decide to do these coaching containers, when we decide, you know what, yeah, this is the time I felt the nudge, I felt the pull. Mm-hmm. Like, what were you what, I guess, what answer were you hoping to get from coaching? What was the biggest question that coaching answered for you? 
-hmm. and also like what answers did you get from coaching that you weren't expecting definitely the biggest question when I was going into coaching as I slightly touched on earlier I guess it was the how it was like the magic pill of like how do I feel better how do I get myself out of this place that I'm not happy in how can I how can you help me to take my life and move it forwards because it felt like it was so stagnant and Mm -hmm. not I didn't know where to go I think that's the biggest question so many people have they're like how do I improve my situation but it was really crazy because so early on like I didn't know what to do with my job and I remember you saying like oh but have you thought about this or no you said to me it's not the how as soon as you make the decision I think that you have to you don't want to be in this place now don't think about how you're going to get there Mm -hmm. it will just unfold yeah the how doesn't matter yeah at the time I was like what do you mean like (laughs) what are you talking about (laughs) what are you talking about yeah um but it was like within a week I was like okay I'm really unhappy I want to do something and I guess I decided that I was gonna do something I that I couldn't stay in that situation that I was in or it was more like my work situation I was like I can't stay in this I'm gonna make a change yeah um and then I decided within a few days I was like oh this is actually an opportunity like I saw something an opportunity Mm -hmm. um with working somewhere else and it just like appeared and I hadn't because I'd been so I guess narrow-minded in I'm in this workplace I don't like how things are going in this workplace but I feel stuck in this workplace yeah since I switched that mindset to I'm gonna do something I'm gonna find some way that Mm. I still pay my mortgage and support my life that's when my mind it's like a switch happened and my brain was suddenly looking for the opportunities I think that switch was all of the personal power piece that we did beforehand because if you think about it just thinking about it now like before you were in your personal power you were giving your power to your job and being like you're trapping me like I used to feel like that in my old job and Mm -hmm. I used to be like you you know I feel so trapped here I'm so stuck here it's your fault but when we realized that if we're not deciding to leave we're deciding to stay Mm -hmm. then suddenly the choice becomes ours and I think when you realize that in choosing not to leave you were choosing to stay Mm -hmm. you were like well actually I don't want to make that choice and I want to make a different choice and that changed the way that you moved through your day and what started to become open to opportunities coming towards you Mm -hmm. and I remember explaining to you in one voice note like this saying oh I didn't see that coming Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is so often the case when we have a situation that we don't know how we're going to get out of. And then something comes up that we didn't see coming. Mm-hmm. And how is it that we can become so obsessed with the how when normally the how, i.e. how am I going to get out of this or how is this going to work, is something that we don't see coming. And yet we think that that's the reason we're not going to get out of it. And mm-hmm. we don't give ourselves permission to be open to something happening that we don't expect I think it's we think we need to have control we think we need to see all the options 
And if it's not obvious in the moment, then it doesn't exist. But Mm -hmm. just around the corner, there's this other situation that we haven't seen coming yet. And it ultimately becomes the thing that changes everything, which is what happened for you. Mm. And it's so interesting to me that you went into coaching, like how, 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 but the, the answer was actually the, how does it matter? Mm. And that, I think that's such a good way to summarize coaching because you go into it with these expectations of the answers you're going to get, but what you actually walk away with is releasing the need to know yeah and there's so much beauty in that there's so much complexity within that and the layers that you go through to get to the place where you've released the pressure you've released the need and everything feels lighter you become more open to things coming into your life yeah i think one of the biggest switches for me that helped me i guess was realizing that as you say that i had the choice yeah, I think it changed from really early on. I was like, okay, I'm not stuck. I am choosing to be here. I think originally I was like, I choose to stay and to keep in this job for, I think I was like six months. I'll stay for six months while I'm looking for opportunities, while I'm looking mm. for um, what I can do, how I can get to this place that... I quite soon into our coaching realized I wanted to be yeah and that's like that is still a goal but again it's one of those things like so many other opportunities and stuff have come up that Mm. I didn't see coming but as soon as I realized I had that choice and that I was choosing to be there that's when I was like actually I am in control I think it's thinking I was not in control and not being open to things that really I feel like was holding me back and it's funny because then since we've since the coaching and stuff I've had this conversation with friends who I guess are in slightly similar situations at work where they don't hugely enjoy their work and they want to leave but they're like oh but I'm just they feel stuck they don't know Mm -hmm. what to do they're like okay I'm just going to stay till this point and then Mm -hmm. I'm going to I just say to them like leave yourself open to opportunity like don't think I want to get this this is my complete end goal if I'm not here by this mm-hmm. point then it's the worst case so I'm gonna wait yeah. until this point and then I magically you know you're like okay by September I want to be looking for another job and I want that job to be interviewing for like yeah. way and if you're not you get discouraged what I've tried to say to them is like just be open to opportunity just not necessarily look directly for another job but just be open to anything coming up and around you Mm -hmm. and that's something that I've really focused on I guess since we've worked together just being open to any opportunity Mm. and when that opportunity comes up really question if it's right for you how it feels like how your body feels about it yeah because um, I body based work something that I've really tapped into in the last six months does your body feel really tight does it feel really anxious do you have that really tight like restless feeling in your chest mm. and like is questioning yourself then is that fear because it's something you really don't want to do or is it fear and excitement of like this could be something great and I mm. 
I just don't know if I want to take that leap. Just noticing the difference between how I think you would have approached that situation this time last year, the -hmm. question's so different. Instead of, well, last year, it would have probably been opportunity approaches. Oh, am I good enough? Yeah. Am I worthy? Yeah. You know, why me? You know, Mm -hmm. what what am I last resort? Mm -hmm. But now the the conversation is so different. It's, is this what I want? Yeah. And is it, and is it, if it is what I want, is it coming from a place of desire? Like mm-hmm. just that in itself is so transformational because there's, it's not this immediate self-deprecation of like, there aren't any beliefs there that are going, you're not good enough because they're not coming to the surface. Mm-hmm. They're gone. And that has, that work has been sustainable for a year. Like that's incredible. Like to be even just explaining that that's how you approach these opportunities goes to show you that that one small thing, well, not small, it was huge, but that, that, that part of what we did, it has the potential to impact so many things because you're not immediately feeling unworthy when things come to you. Instead, Mm -hmm. you're tapping into yourself and asking yourself, is this something that I want? And, and listening and being open to receiving those nudges and and really harmonizing with your body, being in harmony with your body. Like it's just two different worlds, isn't it? Like it's just completely different experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think previously I always used to think if an opportunity came up, it'll be like, Oh, someone else can do this better than me. I'm not good enough at doing this. Someone else is so much more. Mm qualified or so have so much more knowledge or are I, they testing me like are they doing yeah, this to like me yeah or like am I good enough to do this and normally I'd like push them away yeah um but I think halfway through when we were in in like the second part of our coaching as well is when we were working through when some of these opportunities were coming up for me and like I had the opportunity and I could have gone into working social media freelance yeah um and I thought at the beginning that that's what I wanted I thought yeah this is a really good opportunity yeah and it's then that I did have that foundation of I am good enough I I'm fully qualified I can definitely do this and I I'm okay with this but then it that was when another shift really happened and at the time it felt really messy it felt like in some ways I felt like I was wasting my time mm-hmm. because it was like a couple of months process that I was really thinking about this going back and forwards with the client or potential client mm. and I felt like I'd got myself to such a positive place but then I felt like I had at the time backpedaled because I turned it down mm-hmm. remember a conversation you had with me was like do I actually want this or am I just will taking this opportunity hold me back potentially because I'm putting you saw me on the calls and in the boxer slightly withdrawing I think because Mm. my body was tensing up and I didn't recognize at the time that I wasn't feeling it I guess it was an example of you processing releasing so many limiting beliefs Mm really coming to a place of peace and then 
another piece coming up of like mm-hmm. another challenge arising um because you were ready for it um mm-hmm. you know and it's so interesting how like the container shifted at that point like the way that we were working together was it was growing with us and like i remember like you said about kind of like withdrawing because i, I think this is important to say like I could have just ignored that situation, right? And I and I know that a lot of people would have done that. But I I remember saying to you, I this is what I'm recognizing. This is me gently saying, lean in. And if you don't want to lean in, ask yourself why mm. that is. Um, because it was it was almost like a a, a shift and a change in the way that you were you were in the in the actual container and the way that you were receiving support and i remember a couple of days went past and then you sent me a message and you were like oh my god like i i've i've realized what's been going on um can you just like tell us a little bit about that that how that how that felt from your perspective i think it just opened my eyes to i feel like mentally I thought I got myself to such a strong place mm. and all of these opportunities were coming in and I was like yes this is what I wanted like this is I'm taking those steps I'm mm. like taking these opportunities and I was like this is what I've been looking for and in my head I was like I guess I was like this is my opportunity these are my opportunities is it I guess questioning is it right like is this actually what I want but will there be I guess because at the beginning I was like will there be other opportunities if I turn down like what what am I gonna do then Mm because in that period of time like with the client I was looking through pricing I was like this will support me this will be extra income this will be really good but I think it's when you said about my energy and how my energy is shifting when I was talking about working with social media. I remember this. You said, I think you asked me, okay, you asked me to talk about social media and then you asked me to talk about like my own coaching and how I feel about that or doing something different. And it's just when you like, you talk so differently yeah I said go back and listen to those two voice notes didn't I yeah because the way I was talking and saying and like expressing myself I guess was so much less energy and less excitement when I was talking about social media clients to Mm. when I was talking about one day coaching my like coaching clients and doing something different yeah I could hear the resistance yeah and that's when I really it clicked for me that unconsciously I didn't realize that yeah and it, that was another huge step I think I took in I guess realizing that yes opportunities come up but you don't have to take every opportunity yeah. that comes up like it's okay to say no it's okay mm. to be like this isn't for me almost like set a boundary of only putting myself first only doing things that feel good yeah and like being more in tune with what my body was telling me because my body there were so many signals for my body and tension around that situation that I did I guess I'd like tuned myself out of like 
no that's mm. just because and I've made excuses for that being from other things yeah and I know that that time was actually really difficult like when you feel like you're making progress but you are kind of like in denial about what it really means it can feel really really hard mm. and someone's like I just want to ask like are you sure yeah. because you immediately you're triggered because you're not sure and you're mm. like oh my god just stop like get out of my head and but you, you still can't say yes I'm sure because you're not and I think like I I really re I'll remember that moment forever because it was one of those moments where I recognized the power of, of coaching again mm -hmm. like because I was like if if you continued on that trajectory and you didn't lean in because it was it was the combination of the both of us working together you know you mm -hmm. being willing and open to talk about it with me and yeah. then me really hearing what you were saying and what you weren't saying Mm -hmm. and, and positioning it back to you and you being open to receiving that like that changed the trajectory of your life potentially you yeah. know we don't know how far that decision would have taken you but yeah. uh, you know the fact that it changed everything and you were able to go from thinking that this was the only opportunity to being able to put a boundary down and say actually thank you but no mm -hmm. I know what's right for me it felt like a real shift in the in your journey and I, I remember you messaging me, I mean, just feeling so proud of you for, again, that is something that you did. Like, yes, we it was enabled by the work that we were doing together, but that was your call and that was your moment. And I, I hope that will always stay with you because I think like, it's a symbol of how powerful you are and the, the trust that you had developed with yourself, you know, like, I think that's so important to, feel that self-empowerment of like, no one's going to do this for me. Mm -hmm. No one's going to make the decision for me. Yes, I can get advice. Yes, I can feel guided, but ultimately it comes back to me and my call. Mm -hmm. What am I going to do about this? And then you made that call and, and it ended up being an amazing decision for you. Mm. Yeah, I think it was just another example of where, I think we spoke about it in coaching. It was like, new level new devil or is yeah it, <laughs> we love like that saying every, yeah every it's like the next up level it's the next I guess big challenge that I faced like the first challenge was I'm in such a negative place in my job and in my life how do I get out then I um I quit my job and I was like okay now this is like a new level then the next one was these opportunities were coming up and mm. it was such a conflicting time and I think scary time because it was like these are the opportunities that have come to me like I should take it was like I was, yeah. I was like I should take them right like this is the right thing like for like oh the world has given me like the universe has given yeah. me these things who am I to say like mm. who am I to turn them down yeah like, if I turn them down like I guess the strength of my mindset was really helped from the work we'd done it wasn't like if I turn them down it's all going to fall apart. I knew after some inner talking to myself that if I turn this down, it's okay. Because, yeah. you know, I had another job that was financially supporting me. I was like, mm. it's fine. Something else will come up. Something else will come along. Or even if it all shifts, it will be fine. 
Yeah. It was such conflicting time in my head. But funnily, as soon as I, we'd had that call and as soon as you're like, okay, just think about this. Like, how do you feel? This is what I'm hearing. As soon as in my head, I started like looking from that different perspective of, oh, okay. I don't have to take this opportunity. Like, but like I was going down a track, like I was so down it. It was almost scary to turn back and take another route. Mm -hmm. As soon as I did that and thought about that, again, it was like a huge weight had been lifted off my shoulders. And internally, like my body felt so light again. Mm. It felt so much more free. And yes, more opportunities did come up. And I'm so grateful for those times that I was strong enough to say no. Yeah. Oh my God. A million percent. I love that. Um, And I'm so grateful that, you know, I had the internal strength to say no and trust myself because other opportunities have come up that I'm that literally would not have appeared and say this person particularly wouldn't have said and presented me with this opportunity had I taken on that work yeah because they knew I wouldn't be able to do this new opportunity and create a separate business yeah had I taken on that work and I'm so happy that it's all happened that way and that's the thing, like, we are always exactly where we're supposed to be, however mm. difficult that is to face. Um, and I know that personal experience. And I also see that with my clients every time. It's like, I know this feels like a hard lesson. I know this feels impossible. But there is a lesson. There is something here that we need to figure out a way around. Um, and I guess my last question is, I mean, we're nearly a year since we started working together. And if you think about the person that you were in January, 2022, mm-hmm. what, what would you say to her now? Like, I know that you have a lot more coaching skills, but what would your message be to her in terms of like what she needed to hear and what you now know? It's a hard one to say. I guess I would say you're stronger than you think like I know that you think you're not strong enough right now but you can do whatever you want there's positive in every negative situation there's always a light you can you're in control of what you think you're more resilient than people are telling you um I love that look at how many things that you've done and how many things you've gone through and how many situations you've come out of people may say that you're not resilient right now but you've gone through and you've done so much like you you can do anything that you put your mind to and it's all going to be okay you have a 100% success rate in getting through it is what I like to remind (laughs) myself (laughs) however bad it is yeah you've done it every single time a shift in my mindset I've definitely noticed now compared to before like I think last year I faced so many challenges health-wise and life-wise like when we first started talking like I like had just been not sure if it's diagnosed but just like found out that I had like the really bad blood clot and like DVT I remember yeah it was really bad and then like later in the year in December I had like a um car crash like car accident my car got written off and it was quite 
traumatic at the time yeah and previously I think I'd have taken those things so negatively think they're shaping my life and be really have so many limiting beliefs around them yeah but now honestly it sounds really bad to say but at least oh it sounds weird not bad like weird to say the blood clot thing I think has honestly been like such a huge positive that has shaped my life now because yes I was on blood thinners for six months and I'm off them but there's since then I've learned so much about my health I've learned and it's I guess encouraged me and pointed me in the direction to be more more active and move more and do more for my circulation because for my health now I have to make sure that my circulation is really good to prevent a future blood clot so I'm so much more active I've got myself like I made the choice and I got myself like it's so cool it sounds so weird but like it's called a sauna blanket and it's like basically a giant sleeping bag that's like a sauna and gets really hot it's like it's amazing winter amazing not sure how it's going to be in the summer (laughs) (laughs) but there's so many positive like there's so many more positives that I'm taking from it like that situation like it's shaped my life in such a good way but beforehand I'd have been like oh my gosh this is so bad like what if I get I'll be like worrying all the time yeah and you know constantly going to the doctors and being like really concerned when my leg's still aching Mm. that's just because it's like post sort of the veins damaged and it's fine yeah now taking the power of like rather than this is happening to me like how can I change my situation right now how can I improve it what can I do I can Mm. go for fun I can exercise more I can like jump in a sauna blanket and like get my circulation moving yeah of just completely that shift of I'm in control I can I'm in control of my life and my health and similarly in a way with the car accident that could have been like such a negative place I could be like oh my gosh I don't have a car anymore like I'm so scared to drive like all these negative things that come with it and I guess traumas of like how be like oh my gosh I was so lucky what what happened if Mm. what what if this what if that but I take it as such a positive I am now looking back to the story that I've been telling myself and writing for myself is yeah it could have been so much worse but I'm so fortunate that my car was hit at that point and it yeah. walked away completely unscathed I we already have another car and we wanted to get another car a different car anyway yeah. so it's just potentially fast forwarded that when these things happen I'm like a year ago I would have looked at it completely differently yeah it would have like really hit me negatively but now I see all the positives I'd learned so many lessons I can look back and be grateful Mm. and compassionate for how I used would have reacted before Mm. to now taking so many positives and learning so many lessons from any situation I think I think that's such an important message of like positive mindset doesn't stop shit from happening like (laughs) you know everybody has stuff going on a positive mindset is not going to change that 
but it is going to change how much that shit impacts you mm. and for how long yeah. um, and what it allows you to do next your next action and you know it it manages the domino effect i think the positive mindset manages that domino effect um of what goes on in your life um and it allows you to see things and have a happier outlook on on your life which allows you to see more of those things honestly like i just want to say thank you so much for being here with me for having this conversation with me you you working with me enabled so much growth for me and you trusting me enabled so much growth for me and yeah like I just think it was divine timing that we met and Mm -hmm. so grateful that I got to be your coach and I'm now your friend and when you get to work with someone in sync with you in that way um there's nothing else quite like it so I just want to say thank you so much for everything and for obviously being on the podcast as well because this is such an important conversation. I think so many people are going to get so much insight about what it is really like to Mm -hmm. be coached, to be in a coaching container, to experience what it's like to have a coach. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much for shining a light on this as well. Yeah. I would just like to say thank you as well to you for, it sounds really huge to say it, but like changing my life, like completely putting me on a new, trajectory last year like without your support and without you being in my corner and like helping me to see things from a different way and encouraging me and calling me out where (laughs) (laughs) with love with yeah calling me out with a big hug and a big cuddle um Yeah. yeah honestly I would not be the person I am right now and have so much excitement and hope for the future because I look at the future now and I'm like oh my gosh we could be this can happen and this can happen before I was like it's like this empty black hole of oh no yeah no what is gonna it's gonna be an amazing year for you I can feel it it'll be good but um yeah so so people can find me at Bex Jeffrey Coaching on Instagram do I have an I think I have an underscore I'll put a link to all of your profiles in the podcast notes as well so people can just head there if you want to connect with Bex if you want to find out a little bit more about her Um, Mm -hmm. and I'm sure if she if you have any questions for Bex her DMs are open she's a very lovely person to talk to so um, very approachable and also if you have any questions about like holistic health you know what it feels like to look at that kind of mind-body connection things like breath work Bex is the person you should go and speak to. She has an incredible insight into this work and also a really a really good way of explaining it in, in a way that feels approachable. Um, so definitely go and check out her work and follow along her journey and know that this year is going to be huge for her. So yeah, that brings us to the end of the podcast. I am so grateful. I'm so grateful that you came on. Um, Let us know if you have any questions following this episode and we'll catch you in the next one.